Hello, podcast people. Welcome to or welcome back to another episode of the Rocker Dog Podcast, the only show out there talking to musicians about their wonderful canine companions. For better or worse, I am your host, Tim Dill. By my side is my constant source of entertainment, Charlie. And in this episode, we're happy to bring you our conversation with prolific pop singer-songwriter Morgan, whose new album, Beacon, is yours to be had on February 2nd. And this is his A&R acting, Rocker Dog. Well, my dog sitting behind me in the most featured position on camera is Stevie. She's a rescue. I got her at a time in my life, which is, I think it was eight years ago. I couldn't afford it. I was living in a place that didn't allow dogs. And I saw a photo of her, trigger warning, I saw a photo of her from somebody I barely even knew on Facebook. This is like, I never even use Facebook now, but I was somehow on Facebook and it was a photo of this dog that was going to be put down the next day. And I don't even know where, I was in LA. I have no idea where Riverside, California is. It couldn't have driven there if you asked me to. I don't think I got in the car. I, I've never moved faster. You know what I mean? It was like, yeah. I hopped in my car. I drove to Riverside. It ended up being three hours because of rush hour traffic. I didn't Gosh. care. I, I walked in and I was like, this dog, where is she? And they're like, she, they're over here. I go up and there's a cage where they were like, oh, she's in this one or whatever. And I go there and there's, and it's a gray boxer, not right. Stevie. And I'm like, well, the, but the picture, but I'm like, you know, I guess I'm like, I'm here to rescue someone. And they're like, oh, that dog, I don't know. And then somebody like around the corner is like, oh, she's like hiding. She's really scared. And they go in. And I guess this other dog had like kind of bullied her into the back and and he was up front or whatever. Cause when they walked in to find her, that dog went crazy. And Stevie just like kind of huddled, you know, just shuffled out there like looking so scared and when she came up to me she she just like jumped and was like wagging her tail so much and i i didn't care you know what i was going to do the fun weird interesting fact that i can now talk about because grief is is non-linear is that i got stevie and a couple months after getting stevie my dad passed away the the last message I ever received from my dad on Facebook was, what are you doing with the dog? You don't need a dog. Get rid of that dog. Give that dog away. I am really glad I didn't take his advice, advice. And when he passed, she was the most comforting energy and presence in my in my life. I, I would not have made it through that moment without this dog. Fast forward, I will say, I'm sure you have other questions for me, but I'm just, I can't stop talking about her. The <laughs> pandemic she became like my A&R. Like, I don't know if you've seen on the internet, but for a while she was like the number three dog on dogs of TikTok because when I posted one today, she's singing along to my songs and I would write hundreds of songs and I'd play them for her. And if she didn't react, I wouldn't, I, I just wouldn't keep going. And I had a friend release a song today, Katie Bowick. Shout out to her. She's awesome. I don't know if she has a dog, but she's awesome. <laughs> and I played 
her, her song for Stevie and she and Stevie started singing. So everyone's always like, oh, she recognizes your voice like she knows you. And I'm like, no, she's intuitive and she knows when she feels it. And when she hears music that she feels, she sings. So that's Stevie, Steveland, Stevie Wonder Carr the third. <laughs> now, I don't know where to begin, I guess, right, right off the bat. You know, when you say she kind of judges your songs, does she react and non-react to different songs? Like if she doesn't react to a song, do you really think you're it's missing something? I really do. I, I'm. You can follow me on Instagram or TikTok and you can see her singing along with me. Like it was literally like there will be songs where I'll play them and she's not having a response to it. And I'm like, OK, that's not, you know, these are it. not the songs, <laughs> you know. I mean, shelve it is a is a weird word when you think about <laughs> how many songs I write compared to how many songs I release. There there will never be I'll never be able to release as many songs as I write. But I'm not I'm not special like the Prince Bowie. Like there are there are creators who I love who wrote far more music than you will ever get to hear. But for when I was making this album, especially in the dark of you know the pandemic and sort of thinking about like what am i doing with my life these songs were for lack of better words were like beacons for me and they were leading me uh into new territories and stevie was singing or not singing along as as i went right now going back eight years you know when you did make this seemingly spontaneous i mean how spontaneous was this were you was it in the back of your mind to get a dog? Like, did the dog come up in a, in your Facebook feed just randomly or did you? I, I did not this... know this person, but this person shared a lot of dog um, posts. I actually, cause I have a song, my revival. And I went back and I was like, I have to find this photo of Stevie, like scared in front of the glass wall at the shelter versus like the happy, I think happy girl that she is right now. And I, I found it and it's, it's wild to look at this photo. I had wanted a dog, but I, at that moment, I couldn't afford it. I had just signed like the first deal ever in music that I had ever had. I had a song with a DJ and it was sort of like, I, I made a little money. I was working at a yoga studio actually at the moment that it happened, but I was like, basically I saw this photo. I was getting off work in 20 minutes and it was I'm getting in my car and I'm driving. Do you know what I mean? If I had thought more about it, I wouldn't have gone at rush hour. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, I just, yeah. there was something about, I don't know. I saw that photo and, and it's, and it's true. It's really, you know, who rescued who, because I, I went and got her, but when my dad passed away, there was no way I was going to make it through that because the my dad passing away was honestly the start of a ton of grief for my family my my dad passed and then and then both his parents passed and my mom's dad passed it was just like so much death in right. our family and this dog was the light of of my whole heart you know yeah. she she came with me you know cross country as i moved from la to nashville in 21 just before I like went on tour for a while. And obviously we don't talk, but she seems happier here. And yeah. um, she's also, you know, she's 10 years old, which is like wild. We had a, we had a scare this week. I had to carry her up and down the stairs. And so now we're, we're trying to think about like, you know, how we, 
just keep her comfortable as 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 she moves through a new chapter of her life. I have a song on my album that is coming out February 2nd. And the song is called Getting Older in a Modern Time. And I've shared a couple clips of it on the internet. And it's really resonated with people because the song is, the chorus is, but I'm getting older, like my bones are about to break. And time is getting younger, like the seasons were meant to change. And like, I know what that is in my life. But I I put that over a video of her, like kind of like walking slowly the other day. And I I lost it. It was it is a it is an anticipating of a grief that I, I don't even know how to how to think about. It's hard. Yeah. Now, how does she help you in difficult times? Like, is it just is it just this constant silent companionship? You know, how does it manifest itself into comforting you? Mm. I mean, it's not silent because she sings. <laughs> so, <All right. laughs> uh, you know, and it, listen, it's actually her singing is a, is a comfort, like the sound of her singing. I wish that I could just play it on this podcast. You're just going to have to take my word or go find it after listening. Yeah, I've, I've seen it on, in your, in your socials. Yeah. It's, um, the sound and watching her howl <laughs> along to my songs is, um, you know, it is so wonderful. I just, again, have to say, it's not just me. There, There's my, my friend, Maddie Diaz, who's also putting out brilliant music, like Maddie and Katie, like she will sing if she feels the song. So it's not just me, but but her her howling is so soothing to my my soul. But it's also like, I think about those videos of like a, a seeing eye dog with somebody who has trouble seeing. And I actually wrote a ballet and one of the songs was about a seeing eye dog, but it's like, they, they sort of pick up on what you are feeling. And if you've seen those videos of the dogs, like calming anxiety attacks, I have been in right. full, full tears. And she has just like been up in my eyes, like licking my tears, you know, mm -hmm. um, it's but it's silent, but it's also like it's so felt, you know. Anytime I had two, I had two mothers here the other day. We were writing a song, and Stevie, one of one of the stories that breaks my heart about her is that she I rescued her when she was about two, and based on the information I have, I haven't done any of that DNA stuff, but based on the information I do have, is you know, can you say? I'm going to just say this. Can you say descended nipples on a podcast? I don't know. But <laughs> yeah. anyways, she's got descended nipples. <laughs> Quote me. Um, because she had had she had been forced to have babies really young and then discarded. That was her story. You know, right. so she is a mother. Um, you know, it's another funny tangent about her is that I had her in L.A. and she was she was such a quiet dog and she's still very quiet. If a mailman comes, it's a different story. But that didn't happen until my roommate and I in LA had a friend that was staying there and she gave birth to a baby like while she was staying with us, you know, baby mm -hmm. and it comes back and now there's a baby in the house and Stevie would like curl up around the baby and like protect it. And so from that moment, anytime a mailman came up, she was loud and she barks like crazy. That's um, great. So she's like a she's intuitive. She's a protector. She, she has held my tears. She has like literally held me in, in moments of sadness. And, and I'm, I can't talk about her enough. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, I love to hear that. And I've heard that a couple of times recently on this podcast that, you know, that a dog would physically climb up on the chest to help, you know, my guest with an anxiety attack. The mm. episode that's up right now, um, the artist was dealing with, um, you know, a debilita- debilitating illness and had a breakdown. And just as you said, the dog went up to him and started licking his face, licking the tears off his face. Yeah. So it's, I mean, and I put this podcast together just to really shine a light on dogs and hopefully encourage people to have them in their lives and, you know, the shelter systems, you know, at a breaking point. So yada, yada. But I love these stories that you're telling me. Um, going back, did you name her yourself or is that the name she had in the kennel? Great question. She was named Lexi. <laughs> and <laughs> I don't know what they were thinking. I wanted to name her, full disclosure, I wanted to name her Tennessee. And I tried, I was like, Tennessee, Tenny, you know, like anything, anything that would, and she wasn't like looking at me at all. And I was thinking like, what is something that feels important in my, in my life? And when I think about Stevie Wonder is like, for me, when I, there's a difference between the life I had living in Nashville growing up, like when I didn't know Stevie Wonder and then the moment I learned that Stevie Wonder existed. Mm-hmm. And there's a there's a video going viral like right now. I don't know how people don't know this, but Stevie Wonder's real name is Steve Lynn Morris. And it's actually like in, in his album Songs in the Key of Life, the liner notes, he says something like, like my my birth name is Steve Lind Morris, but I realized somewhere along the way that that Stevie Wonder was the vessel in which I am meant to express these thoughts and ideas, you know. Yeah. And for me, Morgan with an X is is the vessel which allowed me to not have my full name be like the egotistical thing of what that meant, but Morgan with an X felt like this was the vessel which I was sharing the thoughts and ideas that mattered to me, you know? Right. So I, I was like going through these ideas in my head and I was like Stevie and she just like, like snapped her head at me, you know, like looking me right in the eye. And I was like, Stevie. And she's like, you know, the little head cock. That's great. And I, you know, that's, that's how the name happened. Well, my apologies to Stevie Wonder because I would have, I was going straight towards Stevie Nicks for some reason. I I was in the seventies California vibe. I, I will always say honorable mention Stevie Nicks. Um, I love that that woman so much and honorable mention to Stevie Nicks. But but Stevie Wonder is the is the place in my heart that yeah. led to naming Stevie Stevie. Yeah. And that makes perfect sense. Now, the move from L.A. to Nashville was very profound for you. And you you had mentioned like she benefited as well. Was it how so? Was it more space? Was it just a different vibe? Was there you know, something lifted that wasn't present in, present in LA that, you know, now that you're in Nashville? I, you know, I think I wish she could talk to me. Like <laughs> I, I was just commenting on this with my partner who we've been together for almost two years, basically when I moved here and then went on tour, we had met online and I was on tour. And then the minute I got home from tour, we connected and you know he moved in four months later and we've been together almost two years and it's the most beautiful thing in my my entire life second to stevie being the most important thing in my life but the other day i was like i really think about the passage of time a lot it's it's 
it's all over my new album. Like the, the idea of, of what it means get to get older. Um, I know I'm not, you know, I don't feel old. I don't feel young. I'm somewhere in between. And it's, uh, I have all of those songs present on this album, but with Stevie, I think a lot about like, I don't know how to approach like losing her. Like it feels, it feels insurmountable, but I also literally was talking about this yesterday that thinking about how close Stevie and my partner have gotten like is another layer of impending grief that feels hard. You know what I mean? But when I, but when I think about how much love I've given Stevie and then now how much love Gabe gives to Stevie and, and seeing Stevie have that space and Gabe and I have also bought land that we're calling fruity farms. We're making like, we're, we're growing tree, we're planting trees and, um, going to make an orchard. And so she has room to like run around out there. And it is the most joyous trotting little pony dog I have ever seen, you know? So yeah. she can't say she's happier and maybe I'm projecting or maybe I'm just happier and I'm projecting. <laughs> yeah. But um, I think, I think it's that, I think it's space and, and, and she now has two people in her life who love her dearly. Did she hit it off immediately with Gabe? Well, listen, I have dated a lot of rats (laughs) (laughs) and I have dated a lot of people. Well, they don't last. They don't last long. If she doesn't like them, I will trust. I will trust her judgment of a stranger over anything. Do you know what I mean? You could be like, this person is like really good for your like, career like this you know as like a friend or you know this person like you got to meet this person if she meets somebody and she growls that's a very short relationship (laughs) it's a very short experience um gabe is a dog whisperer there is not a animal on this earth that wouldn't like i'll be honest stevie prefers gabe at this point like (laughs) i i have trapped her in this room for this podcast because it's about her but if if that door was open, she'd be with Gabe for sure. Okay. Speaking of the farm, is that is that another level of, you know, you said she was getting old, she seems to be limping. Has that breathed new life into her? Like just being outside and being in the woods and being with the, in the grass? She, I think that they said that she has arthritis. And like I said, she's at least 10. I haven't done the DNA and, you know, she might be 11 and... I know what the boxer like life expectancy is, but I'm not running marathons with her during the pandemic. Like we were walking a lot in LA, like, and I think that that was like good for both of us, but I'm never like, I'm never forcing her to go run around and make herself too tired if she doesn't want to, but Mm -hmm. her having the space at the farm to like, you know, the, the best is like, I'm riding like a lawnmower (laughs) and she can't stop following you know what i mean like she loves it like the grass is spitting in her face and she's just like you know and (laughs) happy as can be so you know as she ages and i'm watching this i'm just like i love that we have the farm where she can be there and and chill if she wants to or just like roam around with us Mm -hmm. okay now um does she ever go into recording studios with you or is she ever with any of your collaborators? She has, this is a funny story, but I actually worked with 
the he, the producer Danger on my first album. Um, he did like some of the he did some stuff with Britney Spears. He's an incredible and talented producer, and we probably should have just been friends anyways, and and we are. But the experience of recording, I brought her to the studio. And I think she was in there too long and she peed on the floor. (laughs) So um, at this point, I have her in here. And when I'm recording, there's some songs on this album that if you like solo some of the like background vocals, you can definitely hear her howling along. Um, But really, that's that's kind of the experience that that I want her to have is not for her to be in a foreign place where she feels like oh, I need to pee on this new floor, but like, I want her to be comfy in this bean. I got this beanbag actually for people to come over and sit in it. But as you can see, it is her chair completely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've asked before, and I've noticed that with artists, you know, dogs are a very calming presence, whether they're at a a venue or a studio. Um, So I was curious about that. And I did go through your socials and I, I did see the one clip where you, we're recording the strings and you went on to say that, you know, you, this, this new LP is going to be, you know, live instruments, and yeah. li- you know, live people. So I started clicking around on the musicians and it's just funny to see who has dogs. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I don't know if I'm going to say this right, but Tony Lacido, is that how yeah. you say it? Yeah. He's, he's, he's got guy. two doodles. It looked like yeah. he didn't yeah. notice. Like, do you know, are you guys aware of this? Like, are they, do they know you have a dog? Like, is this, you know, your dog pops up in social so much. You know, I'm sure your That's fans are aware. My producer, Marshall Altman, like he has the best blue healer dog that like I was at Marshall's studio a lot. So that's blues territory. And I don't know. I've never thought about it, but I guess no offense to cat lovers, but I am such a dog person yeah. and I do end up collaborating with so many dog people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think Nashville is the place for dogs. It's, it's funny, just stepping on this call, I was like, gosh, I, I think probably of the 70 episodes I have, I would say 50 originate from Nashville. Oh, wow. It's, you know, I am reluctantly carrying the torch of Nashville right now because I I couldn't have moved away from this place fast enough. because yeah. it was, And it's still, I mean... Uh, it, it to get into that kind of side of it, it's like the city of Murfreesboro was banning being gay in public, like yeah. until two days ago, because the internet caught wind of it, and they've now removed the language about being. It's still you can't be publicly indecent, which is like duh, but the language of being homosexual in public has been removed because the internet caught it. But it's like, how are we doing that in 2023 that we have to stop a woman from winning the mayor in Franklin who's being supported by Nazis? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah. it's absolutely insane. But I am also much louder now than I was growing up here. And I left for all the reasons that make me want to fight for making this place a better place now. You know, yeah. so... Yeah. Um, it's still wild that I'm here, but I'm so happy to be back and be who I am in this moment with this new album, with my partner, with Stevie, like being, being like, I'm going to be, I'm going to fight for people's rights. Like that's going to be who I am in this town. So yeah, they better get ready. Well, on that note, is there something about a dog and their unconditional acceptance that, you know, a, they should, more people should be like dogs. 
I mean, yeah. And, that's and like two a, is when you when you hear this news that you just described, it's like, do you take comfort in that, you know, one being that is non-judgmental? I, I think that's really well said. I think that, you know, when you look into the heart of a dog or when you look into the eyes and this dog, I'm sorry, she's got the most beautiful eyes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm absolutely biased, absolutely biased, but also she has the most beautiful eyes and her soul is so pure. When she's looking at you, she's not looking at, are you fat? Are you young? Are you old? Are you white? Are you black? Are you mm -hmm. gay? Are you straight? You know what I mean? She, yeah. a dog is looking and all they are seeing is love or not, you know? Yeah. And that's the world that I want to live in is the world that, that a dog, you know, seeing through her eyes, it's like, we're all human. That's the whole, that's the whole thing. So yeah. I think that's really well said. I wish that people, I wish people could take all the labels off the table and just love everyone as human beings. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, the slogan, be more like dog. Be more like dog, please. That's the bumper sticker. Yeah. Well, before we go into what I call the zoomies, which is the last five questions, one thing I want to ask you about was a post that you did a, you serenaded shelter pets. And I think this is for uh, Mutt Nation, which Miranda, Miranda Lambert, um, yeah. that's her creation at yeah. the Nashville Humane. How does something like that come about? Um, well, I, I'm a fan of the Nashville Humane Society. Like I think that, that what they do there and have done for a very long time in Nashville is beautiful. It's a, you know, I, I learned that, that there are places in LA that are, that are kill shelters and it, and yeah. it breaks my heart. And this is not, not that. So what they try to do is pair dogs with creators and musicians so that, that they can help raise the profile of some of these dogs so that people find out that they exist and then they go get adopted, you know? Yeah. Yep. And I don't know. It's funny. I don't, know what's going to happen when I'm going and singing with a dog. And that specific day, I remember like, they were like, I don't know if she's going to like enjoy like the singing thing or whatever. And I was like, I just like lightly sang kind of like I huddled down and like got close, you know, and I just like lightly sang and, and, and she was just like putting her like face up against my face. It was very sweet. And that's great. Um, yeah, I love that they what they want to try to do is just for people to see the videos. I mean, I am somebody who saw a photo on Facebook of a dog and my life would not be the same had I not just gone and gotten this dog. So I think, you know, now everything is videos and they're trying to make more videos so that the dogs, the people see these dogs so that they can find a home. Yeah, no, I, I know that all too well. All right, well, let's uh, go into the zoomies. And the first okay. question is, do you kiss your dog on the mouth? Oh, my God. Absolutely. If you don't, <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> okay, I always say that's the correct answer. <laughs> yeah, there's only one answer. But again, out of 70 uh, episodes, I'd have to tally it up. It's probably favors a kiss on the a kiss on the mouth versus they're the They're snooter, the most pure the kisses in the whole planet. Yeah. <laughs> Question two is, does your dog have a theme song? Like, do you have a song for her or oh is there an existing I should, song? 
I I really she really should. I have never thought about it. And the the publicist in me is like I should be naming my own song, but the what came into my head was the Rocky theme song because you know <laughs> she's just like you know I mean literally the past two days today is a good day because um, she got she got some pain medicine, but for two days up until last night and today like we were carrying her up and down the stairs. And then when I came up here for this interview, you know, we were like watching her and we will carry her if she wants to, but she just zoomed right up the stairs. Oh, and good. So she was giving me Rocky theme song. Awesome. Awesome. Do, do, good do. To hear. <laughs> Question three, if she went on tour with you, what would she insist be on your tour rider? Uh, peanut butter. <laughs> Tons okay. of it. It's funny. I'm getting, I'm getting a lot of that lately. Yeah. But can't say I'm surprised. Question four is, do you use a dog voice to speak to her? You know, I don't. I, I have a few friends who have like, who have voices for what Stevie would sound like if she talked. That's I the second that, part of the question. Yeah. Yeah. I think my friends have voices, but I, I'm, I do have a million different nicknames for her, but I don't, I don't have a dog voice. Okay. Oh, I now want to add that I think a new theme song that we've been singing a lot is, um, I think it's George Harrison. Um, oh, my love. Or, yep. Oh, my Lord. Yep. My, my sweet. And we'll just be like, my sweet Stevie. Anyways, that's just because <laughs> she's so sweet. But yeah, I just, any version of Stevie, I'm calling her. Okay. Is that a common practice to like any song that's playing on the radio to insert her name into? You know, I guess it, I guess it is being yeah. asked these questions. I'm like, I'm like, I'm not a dog person. Yeah. Oh, wait, I had, do have to say this. I am so all over the place. I'm so sorry. But sorry. when I first got her, I was like, you know, I was like, okay, I have a dog. And then, and I, and I was like, I never, I took her to a boarding place once. Cause I, I had to like leave or something. And they were like, oh, this boarding place, like there's cameras, you can watch their dog. And I remember being like, I'll never be, I'll, I'll never, I don't need all that or whatever. Fast forward. It's just like, I'm literally like on tour and I'm just like glued to my phone. You know, I'm like, must watch at all times. Um, I have a camera in this room that watches her sleep in this beanbag when I'm gone. I love um, it. Fully obsessed. So That's what was the question? Oh yeah. I'll sing any song on the radio. I'll add her name in for sure. Okay. A common practice of mine. Um, and last but not least, we love to shout out anybody who does good for dogs. Is there a place, is there a, a, a shelter or a walker or a vet that you want to shout out? Actually in LA, um, Den Urban Dog um, Retreat, they did such good behavioral stuff with her with like being around other dogs. She can get really like protective and stuff. Mm -hmm. And she went on tons of pack walks with them and boarded and slept like together, not in a kennel. And especially being somebody who was on tour all the time slash when my dad passed, I had to deal with a lot of family stuff. So I was like leaving a lot of, a lot of times. I'm very grateful for Lindsay, I believe is her name and Den Urban Dog Retreat in LA. Awesome. Great. Great to hear. Yeah. Well, Morgan, uh, it was great talking to you. I love people who really get into their dogs and are happy to yeah. talk about their dogs. And uh, I appreciate you taking the time and, and sharing Stevie with us. Thank you so much. Thanks for doing this and lovely to meet you. Hope to see Likewise. you at a show at some point. I was going to say, if you if you pass by my town, I'll uh, I'll hit you up to try to bring some dogs by. Great. I love that. I love, <laughs> I love showing up to venues with dogs. Big sign up. Thank nope. you so much. Okay. Take care of yourself. <laughs>